she wants to know where my granddaughters are. I did say five. You're right. So let me see. I got one in New York, two in Philadelphia. Three. No, three, because I got one granddaughter who is, I don't know. You're confusing me. Uh, Joe Biden trying to figure out how many grandchildren he has. He still uh, can't get that straight, can he? He's not a bright man. No, he's not. This year, there will be no Christmas stockings for any of you. No stockings for you. Navy Joan Roberts is, I, I don't, I, it's not his seventh grandchild because he's had grandchildren since the stripper baby mama illegitimate child to which he pays no attention whatsoever, naturally. There is a uh, radical left-wing extremist. Oh, yeah, be, speaking of which, I meant to mention since... Um, April Ryan is insisting that she had a long conversation with Stevie Wonder, and Stevie Wonder wants to meet Joe Biden to talk about uh, affirmative action and continuing to discriminate against Asian students for doing too well, things like that, and uh, gay child porn books staying in grammar school libraries because those are the things that uh, Stevie Wonder wants to talk to Joe Biden about. He knows Joe Biden. Well, he knows where Joe stands on those things, and he— Well, it turns out uh, Stevie Wonder moved to Africa. He moved to Ghana. I bet he kept uh, mansions here and, you know, private jet travel, however, uh, interestingly enough. But that's, uh, he moved to Ghana. Ghana. That's another country on another continent. But uh, I digress. There is a uh, radical left-wing actress who goes by the name of Cynthia Nixon. Are you familiar with this person? She is uh, not much of an actress. She was in that that TV show um, called Sex in the City, better known as Skanks, Skanks in the City. Are you familiar with that TV show, Skanks in the City? It's about skanks. And um, (laughs) Cynthia Nixon is also a left-wing political activist. She ran for office, didn't she? In uh, I think she ran for office in the state of New York. And she's an activist and an actress. HBO, it was an HBO show that skanks in the city. That's the, uh, that's the thing about that. And uh, Cynthia Nixon is, uh, she's an activist, uh, left-wing, an LGBTQQIAA uh, matters as well. Well, now she's on a hunger strike. You know why she's on a hunger strike, Michael? She's on a hunger strike because she wants a ceasefire. Maybe she's going to throw everybody for loop and say, no, no, I want to cease fire in Ukraine. But no, that's not the case. That's not what she wants. She wants uh, Israel to stop defending itself so that radical Islamic terrorist jihadis can um, begin murdering them again in large numbers because they are a genocidal death cult. And lefties in the United States, this is a little bit ironic, uh, or maybe more than a little bit ironic, that people that self-describe as liberals in the United States are pro-Hamas and anti-Israel. And that is one of the defining characteristics of liberalism today. I am once again making quotation marks with my fingers. Liberalism, as self-described liberals call it, has become pro-jihad, 
pro-genocide, pro-mass murder, pro-kidnapping, pro-hostage-taking. They're on the side of the troglodytes from a medieval hell, radical Islamic jihadis. And, of course, you know, the Obama-Biden administration are the number one funders of the, the Ayatollahs. And these guys are the granddaddies of them all these days of uh, radical Islam. They are the, the funders of the people that fund and arm uh, Hezbollah, Hamas, uh, Islamic Jihad, and the, and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. There are many Islamic Jihad, so you have to specify the Houthi rebels in Yemen. Uh, it's Iran behind all of them. And all these tens of billions of dollars that the Obama-Biden administration forked over to the Ayatollahs, Joe Biden just gave them six bi- access to $6 billion they didn't have before. Joe Biden gave them $6 billion to release five hostages. That's $1.2 billion per hostage. And as our last uh, very intelligent caller was describing, Frank, uh, we're setting these, we're establishing precedents here that you take American hostages, you get billions of dollars. Take Israeli hostages, you've got the world by the tail, the United States by the tail, the United Nations, when in reality, we should be bombing these people uh, to smithereens, if only because it's fun to use the word smithereens. But honestly, Cynthia Nixon, actress, starts hunger strike to demand ceasefire in Gaza. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a hunger strike. I, I'm gonna right now, as of right now, I'm on hunger strike for a ceasefire in Ukraine. And Ukraine, you've noticed nobody cares about Ukraine. A lot more people. I saw where was it on 60 Minutes or somewhere the other night. Uh, more than 70,000 Ukrainian troops killed. That's what they said. More than 70,000. Now, it's, uh, I think we're not two years into it. Is that right? 70,000 troops killed. We had about 59,000 Americans killed in the Vietnam War between 1959 and 1975. And they've had 70,000 Ukrainian troops, not to mention the Ukrainian civilians killed. And nobody's calling for a ceasefire in Cynthia Nixon. Looks like she needs to shed a few pounds. I think it's probably about her need to, she feels like she's got to shed a few pounds. We have made do with crumbs for so long. We can't subsist on these crumbs anymore. Why can't we demand the whole pie? And that's what we're doing, and that's what we're going to get when Bernie Sanders is our next president. Listen to them go, they're demanding the whole pie. They're going to steal everything you have. She's a communist. And she's out of her mind. She's never been bright, and uh, there's really nothing appealing about her at all, is there? Cynthia Nixon starts hunger strike to demand, that, and that's the word they always use, isn't it? Cease fire in Gaza. I'm reading the Arab News. The Arab News has the story. Pretty amazing. And the dateline is Dubai. U.S. actress Cynthia Nixon on Monday began a hunger strike outside the White House to demand that U.S. President Joe Biden call for a ceasefire in Gaza. According to Sky News, the Sex and the City, also known as Skanks in the City, actress said, I am sick and tired of people explaining away by saying that civilian casualties are a routine toll of war. Nobody's actually saying that, but there is nothing routine about these figures. There is nothing routine about these deaths. 
Well, if you look at the 11 million Arabs that have killed each other since the creation of the state of Israel, you might have to reconsider that statement, Cynthia Nixon. You're, you're not a well-informed person, are you? Not a knowledgeable person. I would like to make a personal plea to the president who has himself experienced such devastating personal loss to connect with that empathy for which he is so well known and look at the children of Gaza and imagine that they were his children. Well, he can imagine they're his grandchildren because he doesn't know how many there are and, and there are no stockings on the mantle in the White House this year. That's pretty amazing stuff. Also, you know, there are more than 600,000 abortions in the United States every year. And uh, I'll bet Cynthia Nixon has sent checks. What do you think? I know Joe Biden, I don't know if he sent checks, but he's a big supporter. He's also quite thrifty. That's uh, cheap. So Cynthia Nixon going to go on a hunger strike uh, calling for a ceasefire. I think she just needs to, she's looking to shed a few pounds is what that's really all about. She's in front of the White House with a sign, over 6,150 children killed in Gaza, according to a terrorist group. How many more before ceasefire? Well, you know that the, the jihadis continue to fire rockets and missiles at Israel in the hope of killing children, civilian children, all of them. They've kidnapped. How about, hey, Cynthia, why don't you go on a hunger strike until all the hostages are released? We should turn her over to Hamas. She, she'd be an excellent hostage, I think, don't you think? And a picture of these lunatics in front of the White House with their professionally made signs and banners calling for a ceasefire because not in Ukraine, though, where more people have been killed and the communists are waging war against a civilian population and the Ukrainian military. But pay no attention to that. Because we have almost 15,000 uh, civilians killed in just seven weeks. She is, uh, her head is wedged so far up into her own dark and remote location. That was a video she made of herself in front of the White House or somebody made of her yesterday in front of the White House. And there was, it was a little breeze and there, you know, not good at television production. She just plays dress up and make believe. The other, the Bernie Sanders thing was, of course, when Bernie Sanders thought he was running for the presidency as a Bolshevik. And uh, so Cynthia Nixon is a Bolshevik, LGBTQ activist, and radical left-wing lunatic um, who doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. But, but never mind all that. Never mind all that. That's more children killed in the entire war in Afghanistan. Weren't you and your pals complaining about that, too? They love the jihad. They're the useful idiots of the jihad. All right, let's get back to Trey Yinkst, um, Fox News reporter. And let's go to soundbite number one, which we uh, we pulled last week and then did not play. But Trey Yinkst has been covering the Middle East and Israel for some time. And he's embedded in the past with Israeli defense forces, troops. And he's also... Uh, traveled with and effectively embedded with Hamas. And he wanted to explain what he sees as the difference between Hamas and uh, the IDF. I can tell you there's a huge difference. And the one that stands out in my mind is that the Israeli forces don't enjoy killing. Yeah. And the Qassam brigades, they do. 
They talk about their efforts to try to kill as many Israelis as possible. They are proud of the terror attacks they commit against Israel. Israeli forces, despite the fact they have killed many civilians inside Gaza as they look to go after Hamas leadership, they're not happy about it. They're not proud about the war. They wish this didn't happen. Cynthia Nixon could go to Gaza and be a civilian, but does she? She could lose a lot of weight that way, too, because, you know, Trey Yinkst then this morning, that was uh, last week. Yeah, kind of an important difference. They don't love the killing. They don't gargle in the blood of innocence. Honestly, Trey Yinkst, news reporter. When we talk with Hamas officials, they've become increasingly frustrated throughout the war as I continue to question them over the phone and over text message about what they did on October 7th. They have gone as far to blatantly lie when presented with evidence because they simply don't want to tell the truth about what took place here. Well, that's hard to believe. First, the, you know, uh, uh, mutilation uh, murders and the kidnappings, and then they don't tell the truth? Boy, they are like Democrats, aren't they? Trey Yinkst today. We're able to make contact and get comment from them about this ongoing conflict, but in terms of the information they're providing, we often will not actually bring to air what they are telling us because I can't confirm it. And a lot of times they're lying. And so we do reach out. We try to do our due diligence on these stories and get as many perspectives and angles as possible. But when you're dealing with a terror organization, it's very challenging to get them to tell the truth and to provide accurate information. Just like Democrats. Again, lot in common. You can see a lot of areas of commonality. Uh, Here's audio of when the um, hostages were being released, there was a little motorcade of vehicles heading uh, out of the Gaza, and mobs of violent, psychotic, bloodthirsty lunatics from a medieval hell attacked the vehicles with the hostages in the vehicles who were being delivered for release. And here come the the peace-loving Palestinians. <laughs> Attacking the vehicles, pounding the vehicles, jumping on the vehicles, slamming, bashing the windows, threatening the hostages as they're on their way to liberation from captivity. And this is perfectly normal. It's incredibly violent, criminal, terroristic, psychotic, jihadis, Islamists. And all perfectly normal. And again, uh, news media not covering it. It's amazing video of the vehicles being attacked with the little children, little four-year-old girl inside, and these mobs of violent men uh, attacking the vehicles because not all cultures are the same. Hey, you know, the holidays are here. They are upon us. In fact, Thanksgiving is in the rearview mirror, and the Jolly Elves at Omaha Steaks have your wish list covered with guaranteed perfection during their Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales still ongoing. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off across the entire Omaha Steaks site. And when you use my last name, Planty, P-L-A-N-T-E, at checkout, you're going to get another $30 off your order. You can buy me a beer later. Omaha Steaks, they make great gifts, wonderful gifts. You're going to be the hero of the holiday dinner table when you give the gift of Omaha Steaks. Score delicious deals on tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their mouth-watering bacon-wrapped filet mignons. Cozy up with easy-to-make meals, carefully curated gift packages guaranteed to make spirits bright 
all winter long, Christmas and beyond. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. But hurry up. You know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. Uh, They're going to be gone before you know it. Still ongoing right now. That's omahasteaks.com. The promo code is PLANT at checkout. A minimum order may be required. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, you know, the news media loves to sanitize uh, the news when it comes to the jihad. But they'll demonize the Israelis. And criminals arrested in the United States, if they're white, then their race is part of the reporting. If they're not, then it's not. That's our news media. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, that was the uh, mob of violent terrorists, men, criminals in the Gaza attacking the vehicles, transporting the hostages on their way to being released, including a little four-year-old girl and others bashing, jumping on, climbing, slamming, uh, beating the vehicles as they're leaving because, you know, that's their culture. And uh, that's why the Jordanians, the Egyptians, the Syrians, the Lebanese, won't let any of the Palestinians into their countries because everybody knows the book on the Palestinians is like that. Now, let me play the audio of them lynching. There's a lynch mob. They lynched two men they accused of being Israeli spies. The dead bodies are hanging upside down, being hanged by their ankles. They had already been beaten to death by the mob, and the mob continued to savage their dead bodies. It was a lynching by every definition of the word, and uh, they were accused of being too friendly with the Jews, so they murdered them. No Jews around to kill, so they killed some of their own. You know... Another thing to keep in mind with the hostage releases is that the troglodytes have released uh, 50 human beings that they kidnapped and brutalized and uh, threatened to murder, and they murdered all those other people, you know, uh, 1,200 people, kidnapped hundreds. They've released 50, and in exchange, the Israelis have released 150 people. Now, these people have all been convicted of crimes, most of them murderous, terror-related. One woman, even the media, the media on the left and the Democrats are upset that the Israelis released a woman. Well, they're upset that she was in jail at all. She was convicted of going on a knife spree, a stabbing spree, trying to murder people with a big knife and uh, went to jail for it. 
And the Democrats are upset. Like, oh, you know, she didn't even murder anybody. She only tried real hard to murder everybody. But you got to keep in mind that, you know, there's a, a, a meme such as it is going around uh, a young woman, a 13-year-old Israeli young woman, very lovely, uh, named Alma. And uh, she is a hostage. Her crime was being Jewish. And then one of the people released by the Israelis, a 39-year-old woman named Isra Gabas. Isra Gabas, uh, her face is burnt to a crisp and her hand is burnt off and her fingers are gone because she blew herself up while making a bomb that she was going to use to kill the Jews. Right? And she went to prison for being a terrorist bomb maker, would-be mass murderer. That's why she went to prison after enjoying a judicial system that is uh, not found anywhere else in the Arab Islamic world, the Middle East, and, uh, and beyond for that matter. But Idris Gabras, the, uh, with the burnt face and the burnt-off fingers, she's a terrorist, and she is being given up in exchange for an innocent 13-year-old girl who committed no crimes, did nothing wrong, except to be a, a lovely person. But that's your... And they're lynching their own people in the streets and hanging them upside down by their ankles from a tower and from a wall so that people can come by and beat them, their dead bodies, and spit on them. And, uh, you know, after the mob beat them to death for allegedly collaborating with the Israelis. See? That's your your thing. And, And on whose side is the Democratic Party in the United States? On whose side is the Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer, Cynthia Nixon? Honestly. You know, there was that reminds me of another Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer. Doesn't it? James Hodgkinson, who showed up at a baseball field in Alexandria, Virginia, and shot Congressman Steve Scalise and nearly killed him using a Chinese-made combat assault rifle, tried to murder every Republican member of the House and Senate that was on the uh, on the baseball field that day. But uh, that was another Bernie Sanders volunteer. And none of that rubs off when you're a Democrat. None of that even sticks. That's not a part of your permanent record because Democrats, right? Convicted of a crime I didn't even commit. <laughs> Attempted murder. Now, honestly, what is that? Do they give a Nobel Prize for attempted chemistry, do they? <laughs> honestly. You know, there's another Democrat Party presidential campaign volunteer that everybody should know about. His name, uh, James Earl Ray. He assassinated the Reverend Martin Luther King, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., assassinated him. Uh, James Earl Ray, and he had been a volunteer for the Democrat Party's presidential campaign of Democrat Governor George Wallace, who had been running for president, and James Earl Ray was a volunteer for the presidential campaign of George Wallace. Just a matter of days, a couple of weeks, before he shot and killed the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. James Earl Ray, another Democrat. And and the thing is, the Democrat Party, this is, nobody talks about that except me um, because I do research and I look, and it's kind of hard to find because 
you know, the New York Times scrubbed it. The Washington Post scrubbed it. But he was a volunteer for the George Wallace campaign in California, was James Earl Ray, just a couple of weeks before he assassinated Martin Luther King. James Hodgkinson was a suicide attacker. He's dead now. The police had to gun him down while he was trying to murder, commit a mass political assassination. Mass political assassination. Just a couple few years ago. Democrats. Crazy. All right. uh, Speaking of uh, ignorant people, let's go to our secretary of the Department of Education, Miguel Cardona. Miguel Cardona, not a bright man, uh, picked by Joe Biden. You know, he is, uh, it's just, it's amazing how awful our government is these days. And Miguel Cardona was at an event. We, we also found him at an event a couple of years ago in Canada where they were uh, being pro-Hezbollah. And, uh, you know, I, I, the Democrat Party, is their, it's not just their past that is so checkered. It is their present as well. Ask Congressman Steve Scalise. Ask the family of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Just, uh, just amazing. So here is the Washington Examiner has the story. Uh, great Washington, D.C. newspaper, the Washington Examiner. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona misappropriates, that's a word he wouldn't understand, famous Reagan quote, to tout big government. Now, it's, you know, Ronald Reagan had so many great lines, so many great sayings that are still in use today. Um, It's not that Democrats don't know anything. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong. That applies to every single Democrat today and uh, extraordinarily. And, of course, he mocked long ago, and I want to play it for you in a moment. Um, You know, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. And that was a laugh line. Ronald Reagan got great laughs using that line again and again. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And it was always a joke line. Well, Miguel Cardona, the secretary of the Department of Education, not well educated in the uh, you know, cultural ways of American politics and our, uh, American history, uh, political history, cultural history. And he uh, misappropriated is the appropriate word for the Washington Examiner to use. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona misinterpreted President Ronald Reagan when he discussed the role of the government in people's lives, speaking alongside Governors Mark Gordon, a Republican from Wisconsin, and Michelle Lujan Grisham, Democrat, New Mexico, at the 2023 winter meeting of the Western Governors Association just a few weeks ago in beautiful Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Our education secretary, Miguel Cardona, and then he got away with it for weeks because the news media doesn't report this stuff. He, uh, here is the Biden education secretary, Miguel Cardona, demonstrating his ignorance. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Yeah. Now, nobody laughed. It's a room full, and they're looking around, and they're thinking, do you think he understands what he just said? And he didn't. It was, it was in 1984 when Ronald Reagan said it this time. It, it's a line that he used uh, more than once, most certainly President Reagan did. But uh, absolutely extraordinary that our education secretary is so ignorant. How ignorant is he? 
that he used the Ronald Reagan line, obviously not understanding it at all. Ronald Reagan in 1986. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Now, we should have left the laughter, the laughter there because he used it as a, as a and, and uh, of course, Republican audiences would applaud and laugh and say, uh, I'm from the government, I'm here to help. Because we're individualists, we recognize that the United States of America is about individualism and our ability to achieve, to aspire, to succeed, um, and hopefully without too much interference from the government, but... President Ronald Reagan, the great president, Ronald Wilson Reagan, with the nine most terrifying words in the English language, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And Miguel Cardona, ironically, the education secretary, ironically, in the Biden administration, uh, with uh, we're from the government and we're here to help. And they just, they're trying to maybe appropriate the saying to twist it, to torture it, turn it upside down pull it inside out like a sock and uh, say, no, really, we are from the government and we're here to help. And, and we're all laughing and they're taking it seriously because very small brains, very small brain cases with these people. Uh, let's take a uh, telephone call, Michael. Let's go, to, let's go to a very patient Marianne calling from Chicago, Illinois, the great WLS. Marianne, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey there, Chris. You are the best of the best of the best. That's true. And I'm not exaggerating either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they they don't understand subtlety. They don't understand uh, satire. <laughs> it's it's almost against their brains or something. <laughs> um, and and the thing is, I what I'm complaining about is the how we are so prim and proper, the conservatives. Let's get off the get the gloves off. Let's call it for what it is. We're against communism. If we don't get conservatives in in office, what we're left to deal with is communism. And these people don't understand what communism is. They're going to take away everything, everything, and put you in a gulag, and and torture you or whatever. And they don't understand this. They think that, oh, well, this is really cool. You know what I mean? But um, we're up against, why isn't that stated? Just out and out what we're up against and then like a, have a montage of how the people are living today under communism, how they're eating out of garbage cans in Venezuela, how, are th- how things are so desperate and, and terrible and I, I think a picture is worth a thousand words, and we need something like that. What do you think? Well, I, you know, uh, I think that my one-word answer would be Trump, right? And I was just looking at a Mitt Romney story today about how Mitt Romney did an interview with CBS, and it was little noticed, a uh, little-noticed interview. But Mitt Romney... Uh, who is, you know, Mr. Utah, polite, Mormon, family man. And, you know, and uh, right. that doesn't make him a terrible person or anything. But he's not a fighter. He's not a brawler. He's not going to stand up against the Democrats. They're going to roll right over him. And the corrupt news media will crucify him for bringing his dog on a family vacation 20 years earlier. And right. uh, 
What else did he do? He, uh, he brought his dog on vacation. Oh, he had binders uh, full of women uh, because he had binders filled with women that he was going to uh, tap to, uh, not like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Bill Clinton would tap them, but, you know, for jobs in the government. And he was crucified for these things. And you're right, Republicans have a long history of being way too polite and not aggressive enough in the face of the Democrats who have become way too aggressive and divisive and balkanizing and violent and criminal. Uh, and that's why when Donald Trump came along, he's, you know, a counterpuncher, right, Marianne? And that's that's right, what, exactly because he finally a Republican that will punch back, finally a Republican that will fight. And boy, does he have to fight because just like Putin is keeping this Wall Street Journal reporter in jail until the end of January. Now, the left here uses, and really, just like Putin, the communist, the KGB guy, the Stasi guy, um, the Democrats, the left, I keep saying, Marianne, the, they're not liberals, they're the left, and the Democratic Party isn't. Um, they use the judicial system, the FBI, the Justice Department, to go after their political enemies. These are all abuses of power. They're political abuses of power. And pretty much every Democrat in the country seems to be fine with it because of the brainwashing. And that's why Donald Trump became a winner in politics, in American politics and Republican Party politics. He had been a pal of the Clintons forever and of Oprah and of the rest of them. But I got to tell you, Marianne, you know, you're, you're right. We need to take the gloves off. And that's why Donald Trump enjoys the popularity that, that he does enjoy, notwithstanding what the liberal on my Newsmax show said last night. And also, Marianne, you know, if you if you go to the Chris Plant store, the Chris Plant show store, the left is coming for your rights. That's And that's what you're talking about. The left is coming for, for all of our rights because they're not liberals. They're the left. Liberals don't do what the Democrat Party is doing today. The left does what the Democratic Party is doing today. And, and honestly... We have great T-shirts and coffee mugs. I actually just Googled it while I was talking to Marianne. And if you just Google, the left is coming for your rights, the first thing that comes up is the Chris Plant store and the T-shirts that you can get there for that stuff. And we are, we're in the fight of our lives here, Marianne. There's no doubt about it. We, uh, you know, this is not the Democrat party of yesteryear. It's not even the party of Bill Clinton, much less John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy... If uh, he hadn't been shot in the head by a communist or the CIA, uh, release the documents, CIA, release the documents. Congress ordered you to release, release the documents years ago. Release the documents. But if John F. Kennedy hadn't been shot in the head, the anniversary just a couple of days ago, by a communist driving through Dealey Plaza, Dallas, Texas, and if he were alive today, he would be to the right of Mitt Romney. I mean, the John F. Kennedy of 1963 was to the right of Mitt Romney. And the Democrat Party of today wouldn't even be recognized by John F. Kennedy or Robert Kennedy, for that matter, who was shot in the head by a Palestinian and killed. You know, the more things change, huh? That's a fact check. Marianne, thank you for a very lovely call, very nice call. Thank you very much. Very much. It's uh, I didn't even get into the weather in Chicago. It's it's winter there all of a sudden. Holy cannoli! Snowing off the Great Lakes all over the place. Big snow off of the Great Lakes. Lake effect snows today, big time. Oh. 
Also, our good friends at Newsbusters Media Research Center. Alarming election interference. Big tech censors Biden opponents 162 times. The year 2024 has not yet begun, but election interfering censorship is well underway as big tech companies have already censored every presidential candidate. Big tech manipulated the message of all 2024 presidential candidates at least once, but far and away, big tech chose to focus on its ire on incumbent Democrat President Joe Biden's opponents. Media Research Center researchers recorded a total of 169 cases of censorship against 2024 presidential primary candidates to date in MRC's extensive censortrack.org database. Now, of course they are. You know, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the merger of state and corporate power with big tech. Ramaswamy and RFK Jr. and Nikki Haley and Trump and uh, everybody, all the, all the Republicans and, uh, and RFK Jr., uh, being censored by the big tech because it's the merger of state and corporate power. You know, Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism. Now, there is a train headed through Mexico right now. Oh, gosh, we really don't have time. I ran out the clock, didn't I? Maybe I'll get to it tomorrow. Yes, I, I keep doing that because there's too much stuff. Oh, by the way, the uh, Rosalind Carter, who passed away, former first lady, um, Joe Biden is uh, heading down to, uh, to Georgia today. And uh, joining him will be Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Michelle Obama, but not Barack Obama. He never did like that, Rosalind, so he's not gone. That's not really the reason, but he's not gone. So, Rosalind Carter thing, Godspeed, Rosalind Carter. She wasn't Jimmy. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 